This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Snorkel attack by a shark. The American tour is killed by a bull shark as she snorkeled with her family. Her daughter begging for help. Let's go! What's everyone standing around for? Her devastated son consoled. Then... The slain jogger death investigation. Was he trying to wash away the crime? Hey girls, it's Miss Fletcher. And what we've learned about the beloved kindergarten teacher. She comes from a family that owns a hardware company worth billions. Plus, heat wave disaster. Lost on the hiking trail on one of the hottest days of the year. He ran out of water. The doctor who didn't survive. What his grieving widow wants everyone to know. Don't risk your life for a hike. Then, the guy who tried to break into his ex-girlfriend's house. And how it ended in disaster. It breaks my heart. And look who's back. (laughs) Citizen Obama returns to the White House. And did Michelle just make a dig at Trump? And epic freakout at the U.S. Open. Plus... Wait till you see how these two kids paid for their concert tickets. Work hard and look what can happen. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It should have been a dream family vacation, taking a cruise in the Bahamas, snorkeling in the beautiful water. But for one American tourist, it ended in tragedy after she was attacked and killed by a bull shark. Les Trent explains what happened. A dream family vacation ends in tragedy. A beloved mom attacked and killed by a bull shark. 58-year-old Caroline DiPlacido from Erie, Pennsylvania was snorkeling with her family in this idyllic bay in the Bahamas when the shark struck. Video obtained by Inside Edition shows first responders performing CPR while the victim's daughter, Allison, a nurse, pleads for medical supplies. I need an IV and I need IV fluids right now. Now! Let's go! What's everyone standing around for? But it was too late. Caroline's injuries proved fatal. As her stunned family leaves the dock, her son is comforted by another man who was on the snorkeling trip with them. The family had arrived in the Bahamas on board the Harmony of the Seas, a Royal Caribbean cruise ship. Snorkeling is a popular activity for cruise ship passengers. The crystal clear water is teeming with marine life, but it can be a risky adventure. Do a shark check. In 2019, Jordan Lindsay was attacked by three tiger sharks while snorkeling with her mom, Cammie, just a half mile from where Caroline DiPlacido was killed. It makes me feel um, frustrated and a little angry that that's happened again only three years later. Jordan's parents started a scholarship fund in her memory. 
Jordan Lindsay's Gentle Soul Fund. We hear a lot more about great white sharks than we do about bull sharks, but bull sharks are more dangerous. They gather in shallow water near beaches, so they're closer to humans. Whenever you're snorkeling, diving, surfing, just be aware of your surroundings. If you feel unsafe in that environment, do your best to get out as quickly as possible. Try to stay as calm as possible as well. According to the International Shark Attack File, the odds of being killed by a shark are remote, less than one in four million. Today, we're learning new details about the movements of the man accused of kidnapping and killing a beloved kindergarten teacher, including video of him washing his car just hours after authorities say he forced a young kindergarten teacher into that same vehicle. Megan Alexander reports. It's the accused killer of a beloved teacher caught on camera. Prosecutors say this chilling surveillance video shows 38-year-old Cleotha Abston cleaning out the SUV he allegedly used to kidnap Eliza Fletcher while she was jogging. Surveillance cameras also caught him driving in the Memphis neighborhood. Eliza's body was found in this tall grass behind a vacant home. Abston was back in court today, charged with first-degree murder, but the arraignment was interrupted over a dispute he had with his public defender. The judge ordered the detail. Eliza Fletcher lived on this street in a beautiful home in a historical district of Memphis. She comes from a wealthy family that owns a hardware company worth billions. But she dedicated her life to her students as a kindergarten teacher. She taught at an exclusive all-girls private school. She made touching videos that showed the special rapport she had with her young students and her dedication to teaching. Old MacDonald had a farm, E-I-E-I-O. She was also the mother of two sons, age seven and five. Because she came from a socially prominent family, her 2014 wedding was a big event in Memphis. A nine-page spread in Memphis Magazine called the affair truly magical. There has been no other wedding like this in Memphis. Before the slaying, her husband, Richard Fletcher III, spoke about his family in this Facebook video. And what do you like to do in your free time? Uh, I like to... Definitely hang with my family, two boys. Now, the Fletcher family is changed forever. Hey, good morning, girls. The suspect is being held without bond. He potentially could face the death penalty if convicted. Twelve states out west are under heat flag or red flag warnings with people being urged to stay hydrated and out of the sun. But that advisory comes too late for a group of hikers in Arizona who got lost as the temperatures hit triple digits. They were airlifted to safety. But one hiker, a doctor, didn't make it. Jim Murray spoke with his grieving widow. A disastrous hike on a scorching hot day turns deadly after a young doctor runs out of water. Now comes a stark warning from his heartbroken widow. Were you nervous at the time letting them go in, in such high temperatures? I was. I, I mentioned it several times. And Amy Deshawn is today was. grieving over the loss of her physician husband, Evan. She's now left to raise their infant daughter, Chloe, all alone. She says when her husband went hiking on one of the hottest days of the year, she didn't push back because the young dad had been so busy with his hospital residency. He's been working and taking care of Chloe, and he hadn't had time with his buddies, and so I... <laughs> said, please just turn around when it gets hot. And um, that's just not 
not what ended up happening. Dr. Evan Deshawn went on a hike with five friends outside Phoenix. Rescuers say they ran out of water, but continued along the trail and became lost. To make matters worse, their phone batteries went dead, all while temperatures soared to a blistering 109 degrees. Amy says her husband risked his own life to separate from the group and head back to the car to get help. If I know Evan, if there's one sip of water left, he's not going to be the one to take it. He's going to let someone else have it. Evan went into cardiac arrest and he died there. Survival expert Dan Baird says every hiker can learn from this deadly tragedy. My rule of thumb to make it really, really easy is it I plan to use a third going out, a third getting back, and I have one more extra equal part in case I have an emergency. And so if I get through a third of my bottle, whatever size it is, I need to turn around. He also warns the heat plays havoc with your cell phone battery. Your phone can overheat to the point where you can't use it. He also says invest in a satellite phone. Sat phones, most people don't realize that they're really cheap now. That's a cheap way to get out an emergency message when you have no cell phone signal. The doctor's widow has this message for everyone. If it's hot outside, don't risk your life for a hike. <laughs> Since Dr. Deshaun was only in his residency, a GoFundMe account has been set up to help his widow and baby daughter. For more information on how you can help, go to our website, InsideEdition.com. The Obamas were back at the White House today for the unveiling of their official portraits. As Amber Cagliano reports, the unveiling was on hold for two years since Donald Trump is said to have refused to invite the Obamas while he was in the White House. Here they are, the Obamas and the Bidens, together again at the White House for the unveiling of their official White House portraits. The former first lady hasn't been back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue since she left in 2017. This is her husband's second visit. Rock and Michelle, welcome home. Welcome home. This is the painting of the former president. No, it's not a photo. It's a striking oil painting by artist Robert McCurdy, famous for his photorealism paintings. You'll note that he refused to hide any of my gray hairs. Refused my request to make my ears smaller. The former first lady's portrait was painted by 69-year-old artist Sharon Sprung. I want to thank Sharon Sprung for capturing everything I love about Michelle. Sharon Sprung has come a long way. She attended school here at the Art Students League in New York City. And in a full circle moment, she's now an instructor here teaching realistic figure painting. And did the former first lady take an apparent dig at Donald Trump? You see the people, they make their voices heard with their vote. Um, we hold an inauguration to ensure a peaceful transition of power. And once our time is up, we move on. A White House spokesperson refused to comment on whether or not Mr. Biden will invite Mr. Trump to the White House when his portrait's ready. This man is dead, allegedly because he couldn't let go of a relationship. When he tried to break into his ex-girlfriend's home, her father opened fire. Now his grieving sister tells Stephen Fabian she thinks there were other options besides gunfire. James Rail wouldn't let go. This is the voicemail he left for a young woman who broke up with him two years ago. It's James. I just wanted to uh, see how you're doing and uh, maybe hear from you. It's been a while since I've talked to you. Please give me a call back. Thank you. The next day, a ring camera captures Rail as he shows up at his ex's house outside Dayton, Ohio. 
Inside the house are his ex-girlfriend and her parents. There's some guy on my front porch and he won't leave and he's got his hands behind his back. Rail tries the door handle and the father shouts a warning through the door. Then Rail loses it. He tries to smash in the door with his shoulder. The next thing that happens, gunfire. The father has opened fire. He broke through the door and my dad shot at him. <laughs> Rail collapses in the driveway, fatally wounded. You saved my life. These photos show the damage Rail did when he forced the front door open. And this is the father, Mitchell Ducrow, later that day at the police station. Once I realized he was getting in and the door was open is when I his daughter, 22-year-old Allison Ducro, was also interviewed by police. That voicemail from last night had already scared me. A grand jury voted 8-1 to one not to indict the father, citing Ohio's stand-your-ground law. Now the slain man's sister tells me she wants a more extensive investigation into the killing. There wasn't a full investigation done. They were only on the scene for two hours and then rushed it to the grand jury. Jessica Colbert admits we may never know what her brother hoped to accomplish when he went to the house that fateful day. My brother had no history of anger or violence. He was very kind and compassionate. Shelby County it. Sheriff James uh, Fry. You know, this is a no-win situation for any of the parties that are involved. It is very, very sad. I just don't understand how there was not more compassion for James's life. County Sheriff tells us they did conduct a full and thorough investigation. This player at the U.S. Open will need a new racket, maybe a couple of new rackets. He's just lost his match, and like a good sport, Nick Kyrgios congratulates the winner. Then he just loses it. Wait, there's more. He goes after another racket. The Australian has gained a reputation as a bad boy of tennis. Earlier in the match, he received a warning after cursing at his coaches in his box. He'd already broken one racket and gave one of the cameras a big slap during a changeover. He slapped that camera. That would be an expensive break. Last week, Kyrgios was fined $7,500 after spitting in his coach's direction. Oh, no, that's terrible behavior. Terrible, terrible behavior from Kyrgios. I'm a big fan, but that was disgusting. That's bizarre. And check out this odd sight. A haircut in the middle of the match. Never seen that before. This dude just started cutting his friend's hair. The stunt got the two men kicked out by security guards. It's like a weird time to do that. And some kids who stacked an awful lot of wood to raise money to see their favorite country singer has learned that the hard work really does pay off. What's up, man? Country music star Luke Combs is being praised after stopping his concert to talk to two young boys. How much did it cost y'all? How much were your tickets? Bo Fenderson was attending the show with his friend Tanner Hale. And to pay for the tickets, they worked hard stacking all this firewood for a neighbor. Just look at the hard work they put in. He said he would give us 100 bucks if we got it all stacked. Each 100 bucks. How long did that take you? It took us 10 hours, and we did it in two days. So they showed up with these signs, hoping to get the attention of their favorite singer. Well, we it worked. $200, a piece. Oh, my God, I think I only got. I got 140 right here. Y'all want that? Pay yourself.
goes back. Luke Combs took $140 out of his own pocket and handed it to the boys. The boys' moms say it was a great lesson for their kids to learn. Work hard and look what can happen. Indeed. By the way, Combs also refunded all 15,000 tickets to his show the following night in Bangor, Maine, after he said vocal trouble had him performing at less than 100%. We'll be right back. Next, Jane Fonda's new workout video as she battles cancer. Then, you've never seen a classroom like this. A letter from your teacher. And a mighty win. <laughs> then, the boomerang. <laughs> Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. You might want to get out of the way. Oh my God! Because that's a windstorm striking at a music festival in England, sending tents and chairs flying 60 feet into the air. People were ducking for cover, but fortunately, there were no injuries reported. Back here at home, Jane Fonda's posting an update on her health. Jane Fonda isn't letting cancer get in the way of her workouts. Less than a week after revealing she's been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, the 84-year-old Oscar winner posted this video. Doing squats with weights and a medicine ball. I feel stronger than I have in years, Fonda writes. I've been deeply moved and uplifted by the expressions of love. Go, Jane, go. Fonda started chemotherapy three weeks ago and reminded fans that her cancer is, quote, very treatable. We wish her well. Still to come, you've never seen a classroom like this. A letter from your teacher. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. She's welcoming back her students in a very unusual way. I'm going to read this book. It's called A Letter from Your Teacher. That is third grade teacher Rebecca Muir greeting her new class while, yep, skydiving and reading a book. The 28-year-old educator from Virginia Beach is holding on tightly to that book as she takes her students to new heights. And up next, a first day of school complaint. Finally today, filing a complaint with mom. Little Abraham has a message for mom after his first day of kindergarten. Mommy? Yeah. Terrible sandwich, by the way. Thanks for letting me know. What a terrible. Well, there's always tomorrow. <laughs> Which is when we will see you. Thank you for watching. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.